listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Ever since COVID, what we know to be the norm is rapidly changing. In order to adapt to this, your business must adjust and transform accordingly. For pharmacies, unlocking the profession's potential to improve patient care is where this opportunity lies. Today's product-focused role of the pharmacist calls for the industry to move toward clinical services. The focus will be on prevention over treatment, and care will happen in the home or community. As accessible and trusted healthcare personnel, pharmacists can play a big role. Happier at Home harnesses this opportunity by showing the benefits of expanding your pharmacy into home care services and how this is a recipe for success. Innovation and growth will help community pharmacies to continue to exist and thrive in the future. We are back again with Happier at Home PRN, a new podcast in partnership with Happier at Home. I ran into this dynamo, um, somebody that just makes me excited to be around her, a leader in healthcare. Debbie Marcello, this is your second episode. I am so I get kind of chills when we have <laughs> podcasts that are growing up and more than just growing, you are providing a service that I am excited to talk about. And if you weren't if you weren't here, which you're the perfect person to do this, I would have found another way to get this information to community pharmacy owners because this is really the future. It really is. But welcome to your own podcast again. <laughs> Let me be Thank here. you so much. Podcast number two, we're on the books. I'm very excited about it. And and Todd, thank you so much for uh, welcoming me into the pharmacy community and helping those community pharmacists to expand into uh, additional sources of revenue. And that's what we're talking about on Happier at Home PRN, looking for ways for community independent pharmacy owners to be viable, to make sure that you're not standing still, so you're always growing. And uh, joining us today is a very, very special guest as he was one of my very first franchisees and owners of Happier at Home, Trent Vocal. Uh, he is from my hometown or my home state of New York. Uh, another hour and a half west of us in Buffalo, home of the Buffalo Bills, who are doing okay right now, right, Trent? We keep our fingers crossed. <laughs> every day, every day is a, 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 a new battle. It's always hey. a nail biter with them. Also the home of eight foot snow drifts out of nowhere that they just magically appear on the highway. So you're yes, home. That's terrible. actually south of Buffalo, but yes, it, <laughs> if you if you incorporate Metro, yes, but typically where the majority of the population lives, uh, we don't get that snow, <laughs> thankfully. I have, yeah. I have looked and looked at um, pathways to different parts of New York from, from Pittsburgh where I'm at. And, and when I get from... 79 to 80 and then 90. Once you hit Erie, you're done. Exactly. That's Eerie. where the snow yep. squalls come into. And yep. Debbie, you can go Brutal. from, you can go, well, you know, you live there. You can go from literally no snow and within an hour, you have two feet that come yep. off the waterway. 
Yes. Thanks to Lake uh, Erie. But then where I am in Rochester, New York, Lake Ontario, when we get the snow coming from the north down toward the south, we get hit pretty hard, but not as bad as that snow belt that's south of Trent. So, um, but we push yeah. through it at all. <laughs> we know how to deal with it. It doesn't really hinder us too much. It just slows us down and stuff like that. But yeah, every, there's no utopic area. Everybody's got something. Yes. Whether it be hurricanes, mudslides, tornadoes, earthquakes, whatever. Everybody's got something. You got it. I'll take it. I, I love it up here with the, the Finger Lakes too. But but the reason we're bringing Trent uh, to the podcast today is because he's lived through the experiences of owning pharmacies, which he still does with his family. And he'll tell you more about that. But also he's very entrepreneurial. Uh, Trent and I connected uh, probably about five, six years ago now. And he is a owner of three Happier at Home franchises. Yes. And so I want our uh, listeners out there to understand how Trent came about the decision to uh, connect with me and connect with Happier at Home. What has his experiences been like? Uh, some of the benefits, ups and downs, things like that. Uh, we're going to talk about what his journey's been like. So you can understand what things would be like for you. And I like you to hear it from a person who's been through it, someone who uh, understands the pharmacy aspect of it, and then also understands how happier at home, being a happier at home business owner is a natural progression um, with the uh, independent pharmacy owners. So uh, how, Trent, how about you give us a background of sure. yourself and also uh, your pharmacies? Sure. So I may, as uh, Debbie had uh, mentioned, uh, Buffalo native, uh, born and raised. Um, <clears throat> my family's uh, been in the pharmacy business. Uh, the company was started by my father uh, well over 50 years ago. Um, he had always been uh, uh, of the retail pharmacy market. And um, over the years, we had uh, accumulated through the 80s and into the 90s, uh, nine independent uh, pharmacies. And um, as chains started becoming more prevalent and prolific throughout the area, competition, obviously, for prescriptions and whatnot was uh, becoming more and more difficult. So uh, when that started uh, to arise, uh, we were looking for different sources of um, revenue. So uh, at that point in time, we had decided that uh, and this is before I had really gotten into the business uh, to start with uh, home medical equipment. So we started a home medical equipment uh, division and um, did that and have grown that successfully. Um, and then as you know, competition with pharmacies continued to increase, we started selling off those stores just because it was impossible to compete uh, with the big box uh, pharmacies that are out there. And to be honest with you, pharmacies become somewhat of a commodity. I mean, everybody, there's a, you know, as a rule of thumb, as the crow flies from you within a three mile area, you're gonna hit a pharmacy. So, um, you know, getting people to walk through your doors wasn't as easy. They didn't value the relationship 
uh, with the uh, with their pharmacist uh, as much. It was it became more of a convenience factor. So um, with that being said, we started to sell off some of our retail stores, and uh, then got into long term care pharmacy. Um, you know, servicing assisted living facilities, group homes, skilled nursing, rehabilitation centers. Um, and we've grown that uh, very nicely over the years. Um, one of the largest independents uh, in Western New York. Um, and our footprint with regard to long-term care pharmacy, we go all the way down into Pennsylvania. Uh, we've got an operation in Syracuse. Um, so we service, you know, basically from Utica all the way to Buffalo and all the way down into Pittsburgh. Um, so, Including Rochester, New York over here. Yep, exactly, exactly. Yep. And um, uh, again, uh, competition, you know, because other people, it's not that we were innovative in finding something that was unique to us. Uh, competition with regard to long-term care pharmacy then started to become more um, difficult. And um in addition, the revenue stream with uh, with regard to the PBMs and all the fees and withholds that the insurance companies are doing in the red tape, the margins became slimmer and slimmer and slimmer. So we were looking for an additional another venture to kind of morph into. And, you know, with the medical equipment and that we'd always had. Uh, lots of customers coming in saying, you know, I've got a elderly parent or I've got this neighbor that, you know, really shouldn't be on their own or they need help with this or they need help going to their doctor's appointment or getting their groceries and stuff like that. Do you guys know of anybody? And we kept hearing that over and over again. It was a recurring theme. And finally, I went to my brother and father, who I'm in the business with, and said, you know, I think we should really look at getting into companion care. And originally, the two of them were like, oh, God, you know, do we really want to get into that? That's, you know, such a, you know, you hear the horror stories, you know, that, you know, getting caregivers is impossible and that, you know, dealing with, um, you know, the scheduling and stuff like that. I think that turns a lot of people off. And I'm like, no, you know what, let's, you know, let's dip our toes into this and see. I mean, the investment, uh, getting involved with it was very, you know, uh, it's not small, but it's not a large investment. You're not putting a lot of skin in the game to really get this going. Mm -hmm. So we uh, we decided uh, to go and venture into it. And we were going to originally uh, do it ourselves. And I was just uh, doing. And so I've done that, uh, Trent, starting it in 2007 yep. from ground up. And I yep. will never start another business ground up right, <laughs> myself. Exactly. It's a exactly. lot. It's it's a lot. And especially the number of years that you put in in the beginning, if you're starting something from ground up yep. um, for the trial and error right. and the money that you lose doing that. So, Correct. yeah. Yep. So um, we were originally going to, you know, do it ourselves and figuring, all right, you know, there's no regulations per se, you know, where you have to get certified for this level of care and stuff. And so I started uh, Googling, you know, franchises that do this just to see, you know, if I could kind of basically uh, get some information to see, all right, what what is it that I don't know? And at that time, uh, I came across uh, Debbie's franchise um, in Rochester and just got the got it. And what really drew me to it is the fact that it was in Rochester. It wasn't, you know, somewhere in the Midwest that I'd have to travel to. It would be easy and convenient to talk to somebody. And there's a comfort factor being that it's somebody local in that. 
So reach out. I think out. you might have even, um, uh, sorry to interrupt you. I, I was thinking we may have even connected initially on LinkedIn. You may have saw one of uh, the mm -hmm. videos that I've uh, created for education and um, even one of the videos of me on my uh, Fox News uh, appearances, Yep, possibly. Yep. And uh, at that time, I had spoken with her um, lead person who was helping her to get the franchises and stuff like that. So uh, I had a great conversation with them and stuff like that. And, um, you know, uh, learned how, you know, what to expect. And really, Debbie and her team uh, really gave us, you know, a very clear and concise. It wasn't, you know, everything, you know, with uh, uh, rose colored glasses or anything like that. It was a realistic okay, this is what it's going to be. This is what you're going to have to do. But if you do what we're doing, because we've been doing it ourselves and it works, you'll be successful. So we decided to make the uh, the investment and um, we went for our training. The training was great. Um, very streamlined. There was no wasted time or anything like that. I think actually uh, we did have a snowstorm during. We during, actually during, did. Yes, I the, remember during, that. During the one, uh, for a couple of the days. We had people up from Texas. We had yes. a fran franchise starting in Texas the same time. One also, Boca Raton, Florida, Orlando, Florida. Yep. Uh, you. And so uh, for all of you together, I know yep. that we had the folks from down south staying in a hotel and the hotel lost their power as a result yep. of our snowstorm. Yep. Um, yep. But I have to say one of them, the one who actually is from Orlando, he was out in the snow doing, making snow angels yep. and Jim. he's never done that. Yes, yep. Jim. Yep. Jim, yep. I hope he's doing great. So I just wanted to say, so... When, with with regard to the training and stuff like that, you know, when we went through it, you know, it, they had everything organized beautifully. Everything was streamlined and they went through it. It's not a complicated process whatsoever. Debbie and her team have really fine-tuned everything and everything that you need is right there at your hands. And it's very easy to access, um, you know, the way that they present and uh, show you how to do things, whether it be from back end office to recruitment, to marketing, um, to doing your scheduling, your payroll, all these things, they have everything figured out. And it's and they've chosen great companies to partner with, to make it as seamless and easy as possible. So that for the independent pharmacy owner who thinks, oh, God, I don't have the time to do this. If you already have a business, this model fits in beautifully because you already are doing so much of the time consuming work already in your existing business. Adding this to it is so streamlined and easy. It really only maybe adds a half hour of time for whoever's doing your payroll or whoever's, you know, yeah, it's seamless. Yes, it we really have those is. processes. That's that's the important part is to have uh, myself. I'm a very analytical but process driven person. So making sure that we have those steps in place. And even when you were talking with us before you decided to move forward, that is a whole process in itself. Correct. We want to make sure that you're um, asking the right questions. And if you don't think about them, we're going, going to bring those things up too. Mm -hmm. So uh, initially you had some reasons of 
expanding into home care uh, because you saw the changes on the horizon. And so mm. now five years later, mm. you're um, you went from owning one franchise of Happier at Home to three locations. Right. And can you can you identify any additional benefits um, in the from in comparison to what you thought your initial uh, investment was going to be for, can you identify any additional benefits now that you're five years into it? Yeah. I mean, you know, we thought that it would uh, provide, you know, a little extra income and it's actually providing a substantial amount of income. Um, And once you get, you know, your key people in place, once you get to a certain level, um, the amount of money that you can make is limitless, which is great. Uh, that's number one. Number two, you're not dealing with insurance companies. You're dealing with people who you bill them for you know two weeks of service and they pay you within a week and you're not waiting for things. You're not having to deal with audits or anything of that nature. So really, we were surprised at um, how quickly things uh, grew. Um, and being in a pharmacy business, you've already got a built-in referral base right there. You've already got a substantial number of potential clients that you can addition. You know, it's not that you're trying to nickel and dime them and get them at every corner, but it's a matter of that you're becoming a more complete uh, centric provider for their healthcare needs. Um, you're the one-stop shop. And I, I do Correct. have to say, Trent, though, to your credit, um, you're saying, yes, you could earn a lot of money and you were surprised at how quickly uh, yeah. you were able to ramp up. That's mm-hmm. because you followed the processes. You Correct. listened and you followed everything. You didn't Correct. just buck the system every step of the way. Um, so. Trent is awesome. Don't let him just say we're awesome. He's he he's doing Trent. an incredible job. Yes. Like, I really, you know, and, and, you know, like to Trent. Debbie's point, you know, she has figured out what to do. And, you know, um, there's really, yeah, you don't have to buck the system because she's tried pretty much everything that's out there. And, you know, she's always open to new suggestions. I know I've given a number of suggestions to her uh, on different things. And she's, you know, given us different suggestions. But, you know, when she tells you who you should be targeting for marketing, that's who you should be targeting. Don't waste your time on other things because she's been in the business longer than anybody. She knows where your business is going to come from and what your biggest success rate is going to be. And, you know, fine. If in the beginning, you want to go with where you're going to get the biggest bang for your buck and get things up and going. Then after that, then if you want to go to some of the outlier things that are not as um, uh, fruitful, but yet you want to dip your toe into those areas, then great. But initially, you want to get a solid base of business going. And if you follow what she's telling you and the areas to concentrate on, you will absolutely do that. Great. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yes. So there was an article that just came out um, December 12th. It's from Home Health Care News, homehealthcarenews.com. It says nearly one in four adults age 50 and above said that they or a loved one needed long-term care or home care services in the past year. And it goes on to really state how there is a very explicit need in the United States 
mm-hmm. or extra home care services. And it ranges from skilled care, which um, back in the day, this is uh, very serendipitous, but Trent, I'm very proud that you and I and our organizations, we've kind of done business in ways before on the technology sure. side of things, but you were kind of ahead of the game in foreseeing things that were happening in the balance between assisted living, long-term care, uh, skilled care, and where your business was thriving and fitting as experts within delivering that kind of pharmacy services. And mm-hmm. I think that made it made it easier for you to now implement Happier at Home because you already knew what your administrators were looking for, um, right. what family members were looking for. <clears throat> and now we've combined this expert that already did it in a home care Mm-hmm. We fuse Debbie with Trent, and I I think you guys are two special individuals. But for our listeners, this is an this is a huge opportunity for you to do things for your community that 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 it needs. We just read Home Healthcare News, the one of the leading health care news organizations, are screaming saying we need more qualified healthcare professionals to get into delivering more healthcare services, home care services. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting about community pharmacy is it's primed to make this transformation and stop calling yourself a retail pharmacy because you're not. That's left for the commodity. That's le- let's leave that for the for the big chains out there. You are not retail pharmacy. You are community pharmacy. You Mm -hmm. are long-term care pharmacy. You are special care pharmacy, whatever you want to call yourself, but please don't put yourself in a commodity driven because commodity driven, we're leaving that and we're going to start adding in a lot more cash-based opportunities to grow a pharmacy business. But more importantly, you have to, and more importantly, what Debbie believes in is delivering the type of services that those shut-ins or those seniors or those people that have nobody else to take care of them and now community pharmacy who has the heart for that anyway, they can deliver something that has been packaged for them. So you don't have to sit there and guess at it. Correct. They're, they're not only it's, it's made for them and these community pharmacy owners and community uh pharmacy locations have developed that trust from their, their customers, customers, you've developed a relationship. So uh, what Trent has done and his, his team, instead of just continuing and trying to keep their head above water, they've looked on the horizon to see what was coming. They paid attention to their numbers. They paid attention to economically what's happening with insurance companies and strategized around that. So that's, that's what our goal is for our business owners to become that one-stop shop because you can be the resource for those long-term care facilities when they discharge someone home. So they're going to have a safe discharge. You could be the resource for the doctor's offices that, um, use your services now, but have problems with their patients not showing up because they can't drive anymore or that they're not compliant with their medications and they keep on being bounced back into the hospital as a result of that, or even into nursing homes. So, um, Trent, let me ask you, uh, so 
you're a busy guy. You operate and help run your pharmacies and also Happier at Home. How do you manage your pharmacy responsibilities while owning a Happier at Home care business? Well, we've got in the Buffalo pharmacies arena, we've got over 150 employees. So thankfully, we've got a strong um, uh, back office that is doing um, a lot of uh, the things that allow me to be able to venture off and, um, you know, expand on the happier at home and that. But, you know, if you've got a good support network in your office, then you're going to be totally fine with this. You know, for example, I keep saying, you know, when people that I've spoken to that Debbie's put me in touch with, like, oh, God, you know, now I've got to do another payroll thing. And, you know, this is going to be, you know, so much more time that I'm doing. And then when I explain the process that, well, not really, because the scheduling software automatically imports into your payroll, which then automatically just generates it and you just have to approve it. So I'm like, you're already doing it. So it's just now a matter of you're doing it for another company, but it's everything transfers through. There's no manual process. Everything is done digitally. So it's maximized to the biggest uh, degree that it can be. And it really, from a back end standpoint, doesn't take a lot of your time, especially when you're first starting out. Um, It wasn't until about uh, 350 hours that we were doing that we decided to get a person who would be, you know, general manager, office manager for uh, Happier at Home. And now, you know, she's a full-time employee and she is, you know, fielding a lot of the calls and she's doing a lot of the, you know, the onboarding of people and, um, you know, uh, some of the marketing and all of those sorts of things. So, you know, you, you've got to do it in stages, you know, but when you're under, you know, 250 hours, it's very manageable to do. It's not going to take you a tremendous amount of time. I mean, if you get, in theory, if you get one, you know, 24 seven client, that's 168 hours in a week, you're, yeah. you're almost, you're almost at the area at the point where you're going to hire somebody that's going to do it. Um, the biggest thing that I can say that is the most important is that whoever you have, once you get to that level, the person has to be extremely detail orientated and have excellent communication skills and um, be very uh, diligent with regard to their paperwork. Mm-hmm. You can, If you can have that, then everything is going to be seamless. And, you know, we had a person in the past who was not that way and things would get slipped through the cracks and you'd have problems and customers saying, well, wait a minute, you know, this day was not there and stuff like that. You have to have organization. And if you've got that person there, you're going to, you as an owner are not going to have a lot of uh, additional headaches um, that are coming your way. And we want it. There's a personality, there's a personality to this that I kind of want to point out for our listeners. And that is, you know, when we go to different people for subject matter expertise, even though we as individuals are, have been successful and everybody listening to this podcast 
has been successful on in in some realm the the fact that they are getting their farm d for goodness sakes what you put yourself through financially and mentally to get your um to become a pharmacist in the first place it's just amazing but trent was a successful pharmacy owner he did not have to deviate and or take a back seat from his own his own personality his own knowledge his own business success his own ego in order to take the time to soak in the processes and the in the model and the franchise belief and like the whole structure and then baking it so that it works for him so that when you start expanding your business trend into uh into pennsylvania into other states into texas into wherever else you're going mm -hmm. you're bringing this with you so that you can say to your EBITDA numbers your your cpa the financial side of things you can say based on our success in uh, new york we are now anticipating based on demographics based on workforce based on prescription volume that we know that we could pull in additional business just in home care services. Correct. That gets me so excited. Correct. And it's, you know, it's, um, you know, in this country, nursing homes and assisted living facilities, people are kind of morphing away from bringing a family member into those settings. Yes. Um, <clears throat> and they're waiting longer and longer to get a family member into that type of setting and the only way to do that is to have a company like happier at home that is going to be able to bridge that gap and obviously you know there's certain level at what point you know happier at home will have to step away from the needs of the client when they become over and above what we're uh allowed to do but by and large we can keep people in their homes living as independent as possible, albeit with some help from us. And family members can feel comfortable knowing that mom and dad or their aunt or uncle, whoever it may be, their neighbor is being taken care of and that um, that they're safe and that their health needs and their psychological needs and their physical needs are all being met um, with not much effort on their part and it's a great sense of satisfaction from uh you know as a business owner being able to not only help people with you know their medications or their medical equipment but also being more hands-on and being able to allow them to have that uh ability to stay in their home that much longer rather than to have to give that up it gives such a, a great feeling. I know that um, when I was working in my business 15 years ago, uh, there was a gentleman who had an allergic reaction and he uh, went to his doctor. The doctor put him on Benadryl, Benadryl every eight hours, never had a discontinue order. So uh, my caregiver called and said, I don't know what's wrong with him. He just is so sleepy. He won't get off the couch. And so the benefit of having her have those eyes on him uh, really helped him because after that, it was going to just be a cascade of problems if he did not know uh, to discontinue that medication. Mm -hmm. So on a daily basis, 
we're helping people and impacting people's lives in a positive manner, uh, being able to also maintain your customer base for your pharmacy. Um, do you, I know we need to wrap it up here, but Trent, do you have any uh, situations of a personally rewarding story that uh, you've encountered in owning your happier at home business? Absolutely. I mean, you know, we've had a number of, you know, long-term clients that have been with us over the years and, you know, we've seen them, you know, from the time that we took them to, unfortunately, to the time that a lot of them, you know, pass away. And, you know, there is a sense of satisfaction when, you know, the family member or the family calls you and just says, thank you so much for allowing, you know, or being with, you know, my family member during these past couple of weeks, months, could be however long, and letting them be able to be at home or letting them, you know, be comfortable and to be able to pass at their own home and to um, make it easier for their family as well, knowing that they weren't alone, that they were being taken care of, even though, you know, their kids might be out of town or something like that. They're thankful that we were there to care for their loved ones and, you know, help them in that transition to the, you know, to the next stage. So that's very, very um, uh, rewarding. It's nice. Um, You know, the caregivers love the fact that they're able to establish that relationship with, um, you know, the family and stuff like that. A lot of them continue to have that communication, even though, you know, that family member is no longer with us. And, um, you know, that's that's something that's special that, you know, when when your caregivers are treated like family of the people that they're taking care of, that means you're doing something right. It's so nice. I know. I actually still maintain a file of cards and letters and thank you notes uh, that I've received over the years because our caregivers are incredible. So, uh, boy, I I love talking with you today, Trent. I could never hear enough about everything that you've accomplished. Got to have them back. Yeah, definitely. Be happy to. I would love that. You you have all been listening to a um, a special um, podcast. This is nice to be able to bring together what Debbie has built in in specifically now for community pharmacy and someone who has actually executed it. If you want to look up more information and you want to get in touch with Debbie, I encourage you to do so. This is even talking with her about expanding your business is going to bring a lot of new ideas to you as a community pharmacy owner. Happieratomefranchise.com. Once again, happieratomefranchise.com, all spelled out. Their link to this page will be in the show notes. But Debbie, this is, I love talking to you. Every time I talk, it's, it's it, every time I talk to you, I get like jazzed up, but then now you bring Trent <laughs> to, the, to the table And like, I'm going to be on a high for the rest of the day. He's pretty awesome. Yeah, I am too. And it makes me so happy. I really, I, this is why I started this franchise is to bring this really incredible, unique business model uh, to other people and, and for you to be able to use it in your community and help others. So, and make some money while you're doing it, which is wonderful. Let's make more money. Let's make more money in 2023. Let's do it. Now's the time. Actually, you got to be strategizing. Get going on it. 
All right. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thank you. We'll talk to you next time on Happier at Home PRN. We'll be right back.